Peace and welcome to all of our beautiful Dove Crown heads, as well as our Crimson Knights. Chantel, what do you call your subscribers? Yeah. I don't have I don't have a name. I need to think of one for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> and all of Chantel supporters. Uh, we are joined this lovely evening by two special guests. And I was informed that this is actually their first time collaborating, so I'm very excited about this. We have the lovely Miss Kendra D of the Crimson Cure, and we also have Chantel Simone joining us this evening. And we're going to be talking about something that Miss Kendra actually came up with, and I say yes, that's it right there. Says that's it. We're talking about the bait and switch females. Um, these are the type of females that will put on a good facade, right? They'll, they'll play a role until they get the man and get what they want out of the man and then they completely switch up. And so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight, you guys. All right. So Miss Kendra, let me go ahead and ask mm -hmm. you, uh, what do you talk about on your platform? And then I'm going to ask Miss Chantel, what did she talk about on her platform? Mm -hmm. All right, well, generally speaking, I, my whole platform is directed towards black women. And other people can say, well, it's women in general and can because I have had some non-black women come and tell me that my channel has helped them see a few things. Um, but it is mainly directed at black women and it's directed not as an attack on black women, but to basically hold up the mirror to us because as a race, we, we're in a state of failure and that doesn't happen with just one side. It's not just the guys that have dropped the ball in different areas. We as black women have to recognize what ball we dropped and when and how and basically how to pick it back up again. So I talk about all of the various pathologies and the different mindsets that black women carry that have been detrimental and destructive to themselves as women in a personal life, in the, in the collective of women, and for the children and the men in the community as well. We love it. All right, Ms. Chantel, and what do you talk about on your platform? So I talk to black women who find themselves in situations like myself. Um, I'm 30 and I'm unmarried and I went to school, got my education and did the route that the feminist movement kind of pushed on us to say, get in, be independent, get your education and a husband is just going to come. Um, I, I share my experiences and I look at things from men's perspective to give young girls an alternative route to take. I'm not saying you have to do this route, but here's an alternative because when I was growing up, all I heard was go to school, get your education, and then a man is just going to fall out of the sky. And mm -hmm. when I got to 27, I realized that that was that was true. Mm -hmm. So that's the idea when I got to It's always a good idea. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Please, when this is over, go over and subscribe to Miss Kennedy of the Crimson Cure and also Chantel Simon because they're going to give y'all that raw and that real, okay? We're going to help y'all out within y'all relationships and just overall in life, honestly. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into this dope discussion. Miss Kendra, let me go ahead and ask you, since you are the brains behind this topic, what inspired you to want to talk about this or bring this subject matter up? Well, it actually all kind of started from this real quick TikTok video that I saw. Uh-oh. And 
you know how TikTok is, like a couple of seconds, but sometimes in a couple of seconds be like, now it was supposed to be a joke, but it's too real. Um, the TikTok video actually showed this one woman and she was like, she was talking to her husband off camera and she was like, yeah, I know I married you and your family think we're going to do stuff the Nigerian way, but let them know now that I got you, it's going to be the American way. Oh, no, she didn't. <laughs> oh. No, she didn't say walk. Nah. Yeah, that's it. We're going to We got to walk already. Already. It was meant to be funny, you know, a funny little skit, but I've actually encountered that or seen that happen in real life where a woman will play a role to get a particular type of man or a particular man that she knows is going to be ten toes down. She knows this guy is going to be a provider. She knows this guy is going to be true to her. She knows this guy is going to give her the best possible marriage and commitment that he can. And so she'll play the role. She'll play like she down, even if it's a cultural difference. Even if it's a religious difference, even whatever the kind of difference it is, she'll play the role. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm down with, you know, what you're talking about and what your family's talking about. And yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And as soon as he be like, oh, okay, well, you know, good. We'll go ahead and get married. And she do it. And she'd be like, mm-mm. Now that I got you, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. I ain't cooking that kind of food. I ain't going over there talking to your mama. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing none of that. And it's almost like, she thinks because they got the nuptials done because the piece of paper is there that he's caught. I got him. He's not going to leave. And so therefore I can do the bait and switch. I can play a role to get the ring. Once I get it, I got him. And so I can just be me after that. Wow. And, and that's so crazy. And, and, and then they wonder why a lot of men today have such an issue with getting married in the first place. It's like, how do you know that she's not going to just try to, you know, do something completely different once, you know, the vows are said and, you know, the legal things are set in place. Like, how do you know? You know, and so that, mm-hmm. that's, that, that's really difficult for us as, as far as relationships and marriages are concerned these days because we okay that was uh, Danica Marie and uh, uh, Kendra D and I forget the other girl name the African girl I don't I don't watched all these shows before uh, it is now uh, 106 a.m. 106 a.m. Eastern Standard Time just the day after Christmas uh, December the 26th, 2021. What's up, what's up? Excuse me, guys. But for those of you who know, when you have uh, electric heaters, I don't know if you can hear my fan. Uh, in the background but when you have electric heaters it's uh, gets real dry up in here so I am uh, drinking my bottled water
you know, little 22 containers, 22 ounce containers that you get from Walmart. One of them is clear and uh, has a stainless steel top and bottom. And then the other one's blue with the stainless steel top and bottom. Um, so maybe a month ago, I got two of those. The clear one is for my water. And the uh, blue one is for my juices and pops and all that. It's so dry in here. When you had that electric heat, that electric heat ain't no joke, man. It dries you out a lot. So you drink a lot of liquids. Um, what's up, everybody? It is uh, day after Christmas 2021, guys. Uh, so this is my second podcast of this month. Um, still working, working, but got uh, the next two Saturdays off, this Saturday and next Saturday. So uh, got some downtime when my alarm clock went off. Uh, almost 24 hours ago at about at about 2 o'clock, about an hour from now, so about 23 hours ago when my clock, my phone went off, like I'm going to do next week, I actually got back in my bedroom, grabbed my phone, I turned off my alarm. I uh, got to watch those uh, NBA games today. Starting with the uh, starting with the New York Dicks and the uh, I don't know why I call them New York Dicks. Just I don't know. It ain't that I really hate New York. It's just I don't know. Yeah, I did. I hated the Dicks because the Bulls had a rivalry with the Dicks. So that could be why I called them the New York Dicks back when Jordan played him and Pippen, and they played the Knicks and, and Cavs every year. But it got started. I watched. I was disappointed, though, because Trey Young, I think probably two of the three best players for Atlanta didn't even play. But New York won 101-87. Then it was off to the Celtics game. I watched bits and pieces of that and fell asleep. A lot of these games I did. Uh, but Milwaukee won. They came back. I think Boston was up when I was uh, actually woke and watching it. But uh, Milwaukee won 117-113. Then we went to the uh, Suns and uh, Phoenix Suns and uh, Golden State Warriors. I didn't even know that game was on because I was in here on the computer. And uh, I was like, man, that game on? It was almost going into halftime when I started watching it. But I watched uh, a pretty good amount of that game. Uh, I forget an old boy who got hot. What was his name? Um, it could be uh, old Porter Jr. Is that him? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, he went off. Hold on. How many points did he got? He got 19 points. He hit quite a quite a bit. He hit quite a bit. He hit he hit several things. He hit about at least three or four threes. But it, what is it? Otto? Otto? 
Atu Porter Jr. hit a bunch of threes. He had 19 points. And the crazy thing is, they didn't have... Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Um, show you something. Uh, let's see. Crazy thing is... They didn't have Jordan Jordan Paul. He played at Michigan. He's averaging almost 18. They didn't have him. They didn't have Andrew Wiggins. He's averaging 18. And they didn't have Clay Thompson. Who when Clay uh Clay they said should be back uh sometime next month. Let's see. Yeah, Clay Thompson ain't played in a million years. Clay Thompson ain't played since the eighteen nineteen season. Ain't that something? Since the 18-19 season. So basically three years. So basically three years Clay ain't played. He was averaging 21 last time he played. But he should be back sometime next month. They said they were saying Christmas. They keep pushing it back, you know. Clay Thompson. Last play. He actually had 30 points. Yeah. Clay Thompson, last play, you guys. Uh, June the 13th. Uh, uh, I think 19. June the 13th, 2019. Yep. He played, he played, um, so when he come back in January, that'll be, he ain't played in two and a half years. That's crazy. That is crazy. Two and a half years, even now. So, that that that's crazy.
Michael Thompson's son. Who played with the Lakers. Yeah. I was shocked. Clay Thompson with a black chick. I know she looked mixed like him. Yeah, she looked mixed like him. Oh, yeah. So she's, you know, she's probably, she's a half breed like him. But I just thought Clay looked like he would be with a white chick. But she is, she looked mixed. I don't think she's all black. Oh, he got a wife. Oh, he married. I didn't know that. Let me see something. Let's see. Maybe he do have a wife. I didn't know that. The Thompson family. Big Michael Thompson.
Yeah, yeah, I just was, uh, it's getting cold up in here, so I probably can go on it. Uh, get this fan, fan out of the window. Alright y'all, so I'm going to go on and get on off of here y'all, but uh, this day after Christmas, not Christmas Eve, but the day after Christmas, uh, it is 1.21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Flint, Michigan, December the 26th, 2021, the day after Christmas, 2021, and Flint Town Boy been chilling, chillaxing, chilling, chillaxing. Did I finish the games? Um, but anyway, Golden State won 116-107. Then we Brooklyn and uh uh Los and the Los Angeles Lakers. I watched I fell asleep on that game. Uh so uh, I woke up when I fell asleep I woke up the Lakers were losing. The Lakers had went on a 15-0 run, but Brooklyn held them off, and I was mad at that game, too, because Anthony Davis didn't play for the Lakers. Durant's out for COVID protocol, and Kyrie Irving's still not playing. Then we get to the Nick, no, the uh, uh, Utah-Dallas. It's so a final now. Utah won 116-120. Uh, uh, I watched a little bit of all these games. None of them I watched from start to finish. I, 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 was, I was just tired, though, y'all. You know, having my whole Saturday off. Stay up as late as I want. Get to go to bed when I want. I had nachos today. And it was an NFL game. Cle <sighs> Cleveland lost. Yeah, it was an NFL game. Cleveland lost. Baker Mayfield had like four interceptions. Yeah, four interceptions. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Cleveland lost. 22-24 to uh, Green, Black Green Bay. <laughs> Green Bay, what is wrong with me, man? Green Bay, the Packers. Um, here we go in the conference. Right now, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, 10 and 4. Tennessee Titans, 10 and 5. The New England Patriots, 9 and 5. The Indianapolis Colts, 9-6. The 
Cincinnati Bengals, 8-6. The Los Angeles Chargers, 8-6. The Buffalo Bills, 8-6. Baltimore Ravens, 8-6. The Pittsburgh Steelers, 7-6. Then you get here. Let's do this. You got eight teams right now jockeying for seven spots. It used to be six, but it's seven spots now. So uh, Baltimore is tied. And then right behind the ones that have the last playoff spot, which is three, four, five, six which is eight. So the eight and six, that's the last spot. You got, you got one, two, three, four teams at eight and six. So they had that last spot. And then you got your seven win teams. This is where the Steelers tie in with the Lions help them because they are now a half a game ahead of the at 76. The Steelers are a half a game of above uh, Raiders at 7 and 7. The Miami Dolphins at 7 and 7 and the Denver Broncos at 7 and 7. So then right behind Baltimore and Buffalo and the Chargers and the Bengals you got the Steelers, Raiders, Dolphins, and Broncos fighting uh, with those seven and seven, seven and six teams. So the Broncos are still not out of it at five hundred. Three more games to go. Uh, they lose to the Raiders, though they're done. They're done. Uh, they thing is, if the Broncos could get the Steelers to lose and the Dolphins to lose and they take care of the Raiders, they will leapfrog all these teams. And they still will have to kind of get the Bills, the Ravens, Chargers, and the Bengals to lose. So they, to get into that, yeah, so they still need some teams to lose to get back in that playoff. But they're actually only one game out from being tied with the last, you know, with a record to get in for the last playoff spot. So, believe it or not, the Broncos are still alive. It's getting cold. I got to get this down. Fan out the window, y'all. It's getting cold as it's crap in here. I'll be by.
shit. It was getting chilly. But it was, for some reason, it's real warm up in here. Um, <clears throat> shit, in the living room, it's like 77 up in there. I mean, it's not. A little unseason, unseasonably warm for this time of year. Last week, the other week, shit, we had spring weather. One, one, one night coming home from work, it was like 60 degrees. Uh, so, and then this week, it felt more like winter. But the thing is, it's still, it's still pretty, uh, Still pretty warm. It's 25 degrees out there. So. That ain't warm. But tomorrow's going to be 36 and sunny. That'd be nice if it was if it was uh, 50. Uh, then it's going to Monday going to be 40. This is still nice for December going into uh, uh, January. January is just, just is a week away. Matter of fact, less than that, six days away. Tuesday, 35. Wednesday, 40. 31, Thursday. 34, Friday. 38, almost 40 again, Saturday. And then it's going to kind of get cold again. Uh, Sunday. Next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday, you're talking about 25 degrees. Yeah, we're going to hit a little cold front again. Monday, the 3rd, 25, 28, the 4th, 28, the 5th, 32, uh, Thursday, Friday, 726 and the 823. So we're gonna hit a little rough patch starting next Sunday. Basically gonna be in the 20s. One, two, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Basically all seven days. Although one's gonna be in the 30 and then you're gonna have two twenty-eights. So Three of them days, it's going to be about 30. So, uh, only going to be 36 tomorrow, but sunny. And then, like I say, we're going to drop back into the 20s come next Sunday on the 2nd, next week. And it's going to be pretty much 20-something from there on out. So... Uh, hopefully we can get another warm up, y'all, and uh, you know, hopefully we can get another warm up uh, when January come after that, and like we can get in the forties and fifties in January and February. Let's hope January and February could be unseasonably. Warm, you know. I hate this time of year living in Michigan, y'all. You just don't know. And the older you get, the worse these this shit gets on your uh but hey, we don't have no Arctic air, I'm good. 
So, you know. she cause uh, she don't look that old ninety five yeah yeah I feel it so she's ten years behind yeah, core behind yeah, yeah So, yep, yep, yep. So she's probably going on 30. Just doing quick math. Yeah, quick math would tell me she's going on 30. Yeah, boy. Yeah, she'll be 27 next year. So, when's her birthday? She'll be 27 in April. So she's 26. That, that, that can't, that's got to be her daughter right there. Because if that's her, she look young as fuck. Uh, she look young as fuck. Yeah, it's what it is, though, man. Alright, it's me, old Sean. About to uh, take the sugar challenge. No. Shut up.
LeBron. <laughs> O'Shea is a fool, man. What's good? What's up? This is Red Bag Guy Kingdom. This video is about proof of vaccination in most businesses in Chicago. That's right. Starting June the 3rd, the mayor announced that um, from the ages of five and older, you have to have proof of a fully vaccinated to enter dining indoor areas, um, gyms, entertainment venues. Um, same thing is happening in New York, in Los Angeles, and the largest city stuff like that. So um people who's not vaccinated is just make it harder on you, you know, try to make some money. You know, you can't buy and sell without the mark. Hey <laughs> <laughs> man, it's crazy. So tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. He said without the mark. <laughs> He sailed out the mark of peace. That's this. The mark of the beast. What's up, this is Red Bag Guy coming up here. This one is about 52% of black men never been married. That's right, 52% of black men never been married. Um, there was a discussion that this particular stat is wrong. I looked it up and it seemed like it was right. Um, that's a lot of black men not get married or can't get married, or don't want to get married. I think it's more of they can't get married or have a hard time trying to find a suitable mate, you know, unless they, you know, go on the other side, you know, or go to another country and marry a non-black woman, but as far as they'll marry black women, um, it seems like um, this is a problem now. This won't affect black people demographics into another maybe 15 or 20 years. Then you will see the implications of that many men not being married. Um, this is a problem, but the thing is that they still have kids. I think that um, the institution of marriage is, you know, um, is, you can say 
it's not viable for man. I guess they realizing that, you know, um, um, if I get married, I'm gonna lose. I got more to lose than want to do, which is true. So they're not getting married, but they still have them kids. You know, these kids around, you know, they're, they got a baby mama. Or there's some more big daddy. So, um, tell me what you think, tell me what you think. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, well, as long as they have the kids, you know, keeping the race going, you know, okay, you know, but uh, being married is an institution, you know, that's the cornerstone of civilization is, you know, the family, you know, so that is a sign of, Shit breaking down. Society breaking down. But this is a black society, you see. So, again, it comes to two things. And that's not what they're Alright, that was Reg the Bad Guy. Alright, y'all. This day after Christmas edition. I'm ready to get on off of here. Flint Town Boy resting up. Uh, Ready to go do some grocery shopping tomorrow. 1.42 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, December the 26th, 2021. Mount Deuces.